no, it's not. That record isn't ruined. Don't believe me? See, the music's unharmed. This is Zenith's remarkable Microtouch 2G tone arm. Because the needle floats within the tone arm, you can drop it, even slide it. It's impossible to accidentally ruin your records on Zenith stereo. In fact, the needle pressure is so light, your records last far longer on a Zenith. Hey guys, welcome back to Napalm Nanny in the Shack. I am your host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. And before I get started, remember that changing your hair color does mean you can adopt a new personality and to find me on Instagram under Napalm Nanny in the Shack. Also, if you feel like buying me a cup of coffee, my Venmo is Windex Burns My Eyes. Like always, if you want to and if it's within your means. Now on to the show. And initially, I was unsure of what topic to research for this episode. You know, I considered covering the Muslim punks who were persecuted in Indonesia about two years ago. But before I dove too deep into Banda Aceh, I realized a punk that I look up to is Nelly Campobello, a Mexican writer who wrote her truth and experience during the Mexican Revolution. So Rafaela Luna and Jesus Felipe Moya Luna named their daughter Maria Francesca Moya Luna, but she would become known as Nelly Campobello. She reportedly took the name Nelly from a dog owned by her mother, and after Campobello's father died in 1914, her mother married Dr. Ernest Stephen Campbell, and Nelly adopted and changed the name of her stepfather's last name. Then, just as the Mexican Revolution was about to start, Campobello and her family moved from Villa Ocampo Durango to Hidalgo de Parral in the northern state of Chihuahua. Parral, a mountainous city famous for its silver mines, still had a significant population of indigenous Tarahumara and Tepehuana people. In 1920, over 60% of the people of the state of Chihuahua identified as indigenous or of mixed background, and the indigenous inhabitants influenced Campobello's writing and her later work as a choreographer. And 
And it was also Campo Bello's experience of the revolution that formed the basis of her most famous writings, her autobiographical novel, Cartucho. Published originally in 1931, consisted of 33 vignettes. She combined memory, oral history, and fiction to write of the violence she saw in the streets. It was her writing that humanized and gave names to the casualties. And at the time, she was the only female novelist who wrote about the Mexican Revolution. While numerous male authors memorialized the battles, politics, and strategy of the revolution, it was Campo Bello's writing that captured the traumatic effect of war on women and children. Brutality and death are so commonplace for the child narrator that she describes the beauty of entrails. And the narrator also describes becoming so fond of the decomposing corpse outside her window that she is sad when the men remove the body. And while you run to your local bookstore to demand a copy of Campo Bello's book, here's this week's playlist. Enjoy, guys.
recommend Cartucho. It is a book that I never get tired of rereading and has heavily influenced my personal writing. And because I cannot emphasize how much I admire her writing, I thought I'd read one of Nelly Campobello's vignette for you. This one's titled Four Soldiers Without Thirty Thirties. He passed by every day, skinny, poorly dressed, a soldier. He became my friend because one of our smiles met. I showed him my dolls and he smiled. There was hunger in his laughter and I thought it would be good if I gave him some gorditas, thick corn tortillas. The next day, when he went by on his way to the hill, I offered him the gorditas. His skinny body smiled and his pale lips spread with a, my name is Rafael. I'm the bugle boy from La Iguana Hill. He clasped the napkin against his frozen stomach and off he went. From behind, he looked like a scarecrow. It made me laugh, and I thought he must be wearing a dead man's trousers. There was a three-day battle in Barral. The fighting was very heavy. They're bringing back a dead man, they said. The only one from La Iguana Hill. He passed by the house on a stretcher made of poplar branches. Four soldiers were carrying him. I stood there, speechless, my eyes wide, wide open. 
I suffered so much. They carried him by. He had several bullet wounds. I saw his trousers. Today, truly those of a dead man. And that's just one of the incredible vignettes in Cartucho. And I hope that you do get the chance to enjoy the others, my dears. Till then, here's the rest of the playlist. Enjoy.
And I can't tell you how tickled I am to be able to share some of my favorite finds with music, history, and literature. I'm honored and glad that we can learn from one another. I don't think you guys know how much it means to me when I get comments, messages, likes on the content that I put out there. Not to mention people sharing this strange corner of the internet or giving me ideas or articles. It's mind-blowing. I'm honestly grateful for you guys. So till the next episode, I am your host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. Stay safe out there, guys.